0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Bible Project. You've reached part 15 of our journey together through the book of Genesis. And we're picking up the text in Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, where it describes for us what is referred to as the fifth day of creation. So I'll just initially read from the text, beginning at verse 20, and it says this, And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, And let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. So there you have it the fifth day is relatively straightforward. God creates what is sometimes referred to as the fish and the fowl. Remember in day two and three he created the sea and the land but here on day five he begins to populate those places he previously created. Verse 21 says he created great sea creatures and everything that moves under the water. Whales, giant squids, and if we go to the depths of the ocean, all those unimaginable forms of sea life that we have discovered down there. Now again, the Babylonians and the ancient Egyptians worshipped the giant sea creatures. But again, Moses here, through the text, comes and reminds the people that he's writing to in that day that they've got this all wrong. God created all these amazing birds, fish and mammals in order that we should worship the creator of these things not the creatures themselves. And again God declares these things good and then it says God blessed them and the blessing is disclosed in such a way as God is seen to allow them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the oceans, the earth and the sky. So that's day five. Now let's pick up the text in day 6, picking up at verse 24. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock and all the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kind, and the livestock according to their kind, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds and God saw that it was good and then God said let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground so God created mankind in his own image in the image of God he created them male and female he created them God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now we saw on the third day that God made land, but now here on the sixth day, by God's command that the land is filled. And at this point he also created humanity. And it's important to note, he particularly said, Let us create them, in our image. This clearly at least implies or leaves room for the concept of the Trinity. But for those who don't find this absolutely convincing in its isolation here in Genesis, don't worry the Trinity will be revealed fully later for us as we progress through Genesis. But what we can definitely take from this clear statement is that we are created in the image of God. So what does that mean? Well, to cut to the chase, let me say that our being created in the images of God has nothing to do with our physical bodies or likeness. I believe it is saying we are related to the image of God as a result of our identity and personhood. You see, God is a person. He is a creative, loving being with personality. In other words, God has a mind, he has emotions and he has a will. So man is created in his likeness, and in that also he has been endowed with intellectual ability, natural emotion, and most importantly, free will. And even following his fall from grace, he still maintains and holds on to those characteristics. So God creates humanity in verse 26, and then by verse 28, he is telling them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. To rule over it. Humanity is called to have stewardship over all of creation, all aspects of creation, including the creatures that live in on it and including those that live in the sea and the air and the land. He wants us all to care for that creation, and he tells us to do it wisely at the point in the text where he begins to populate the earth with both plants and animals. And we look at that in more detail next time and I hope you find that helpful. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Now the place to go for all the links to this ministry and other ministries and podcasts that I do is the podcast notes section of this podcast on the Buzzsprout website. There you'll find links to Facebook page, my YouTube channel, the sister podcast, the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, and also links even to my SoundCloud page where I create the background music and sound design for this podcast. And there's also, even if you're that way inclined, a place where you can support the podcast and the other ministries to the tune of £1 a month, which really helps with the funding and costs of doing this. But other than that, I really trust you've been blessed by our time together and I hope to see you all here again very soon.